Well, again, welcome to Grace. Let me go ahead and kind of explain how we do this time. Every year we have an annual Thanksgiving service on Thanksgiving weekend in which we give people that are part of our church family an opportunity to come before the congregation and give thanks to the Lord. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to ask you guys to line up on either side here, and you'll come up and you'll just speak into this mic. You don't have to touch it. Just speak into it and try to really be brief, but really get, really magnify the Lord as you do that. So let me encourage you, those of you that like to participate, they would go ahead and begin to come on up and uh, get on each of these sides. And as you do that, uh, you're not moving. So keep moving. Some of you come up here and get in line here. And as you're doing that, uh, I just want to see how wicked you guys are. Do you know why a pilgrim's pants keep falling down? Because they wear their belts on their hats. Okay. Hey, do you know what the mother turkey said to her disobedient children? If your father was still around to see that, he'd turn over in his gravy. I'm here all week. Okay, as people are lining up, we're going to go ahead and hear, first of all, from some of our overseas workers. So let's go ahead and, and run that video. I'm thankful for Sunday school. And we're thankful that God has enabled us to continue our ministry in Vanuatu. Thank you to Grace Community for your part in that. Hi, everyone. We're Nate and Elizabeth Marty with Isaac and Miriam checking in from the Central African Republic. This year... I'm thankful for the surprising acceleration of Bible translation in CAR, in spite of and even because of COVID-19. Before the pandemic struck, we were able to install new equipment that helped us make better use of our very limited internet connection. And since the pandemic brought worldwide travel restrictions, our local colleagues found uh, the motivation to step into the digital age and learn to work remotely. And I'm thankful for our health, and for our missionary colleagues working remotely from their home countries, and also for God's reassurance of his calling on our lives and our ministries here and now in the Central African Republic. And we're also thankful for you, for your prayer support and your encouraging gifts. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. This year I've been really grateful for the opportunity to expand our online workshop ministry. Uh, we've been hosted a number of events for Bible translation, scripture apps, and language development. And we even have more things coming out um, later this year to help people publish and engage with their audiences online. In other exciting developments is even have had people who attended in previous years um, progress so far, they've been able to help teach um, this year, which is really exciting. Our move towards online workshops has also um, not only just been helpful during the pandemic, but it's helped uh, people who couldn't travel anyway because of visa restrictions or um, just the cost or the time difference. So it's um, been a really great thing to have um, the technology to Zoom and meet online in these ways. And uh, we hope to increase it even further in this coming year. Hello, Grace Community Church. I'm coming to you from Kenya with some of our Namis Village girls and with Julie. And we are very thankful for this year, even though it had its challenges, we got to be with each other more than we've ever gotten to before because the kids were out of school. So that's what I'm thankful for. And I'm so thankful for this new house that Bob and I are living in, located at Cornerstone Preparatory Academy. We no longer have to do that drive 
up and down that mountain road. Many of you know what I'm talking about. Can't wait for you all to get out here, Grace Community, and share um, this great house with us. We love you. We miss you. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye. Bye. As I think about what I'm most thankful for this year, it is forgiveness. First of all, I think of God's forgiveness for us, that he removes our sin as far as the east is from the west. That total new start each day is something that we continue to learn to give our kids that unconditional and total forgiveness. And lockdown gives us lots of opportunities for that, especially not just um, at certain times, but all through the day. So I'm just thankful that what we've been learning about uh, walking in total forgiveness for our kids and gentleness for our new teenager, and, um, and then just so thankful for what Christ offers us at totally starting new. Hi Grace, I'm Karen Tang. I'm Tom Tang. We're thankful for a place to stay during this pandemic. Since we came back in March from East Asia, God showed us mercy by providing us a shelter. I'm thankful to high tech. So even though we are separated from our fields, but through the high tech, we can reconnect with our mission field so that we can teach and we can continue to mentor them. We're thankful for extra time with the families, children, and especially the grandchildren. I'm thankful for you all, Grace Church. You are our family. You have supported us. You have prayed for us. So we are so grateful for that. Finally, we thank you for each other. Thank you and wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Hi, Grace. Some things that we are thankful for this year. Well, I am deeply grateful for strength, for health, for our children that are walking with the Lord and honoring Him. I am thankful right now for the incredible opportunity to work with a team of six men and women from Bodras Land. Um, I'm especially thankful that three of them are young and are growing in their faith. And um, it's just exciting to see them grow and develop and to see the scriptures being used in Bodras Land. And we're thankful to the Lord for you all, and we pray God's blessing on you. Bye-bye. Thomas, come on up here. He's right here. Um, thankful for uh, God is so good in so many ways. This, this year has been a blessing. Uh, my son and his wife and our two-year-old granddaughter are here from San Antonio to live, and uh, that's a huge blessing. And God has just blessed us in um, a million ways. So I promised myself I was going to make this sh be an example and make this really brief. <laughs> but I'm thankful for the hardcore lovers of Jesus Christ that I'm part of here at Grace Community. Amen. Amen. Hey, as some of y'all know, we had serious illness run through our house uh, almost a month ago uh, to the day, and uh, I'm just very, very thankful for God's provision and uh, that God sustained, sustained us and healed us, and I'm very thankful that I'm able to stand before you today. Praise God. Amen, amen. Okay. Yeah.
Go ahead. The next person can just go ahead. On each side can come stand right close. That would be helpful. I'm thankful that I can walk up these stairs. <laughs> right. Uh, the Lord gave me a poem this morning as I was looking out our back, backyard window. And it's the first of Advent, which I'm so thankful for the Lord. The autumn of Advent... Our trees are fiery against gray skies, carpeting the lawn with crimson and gold. The eaves are dripping with last night's rain, our lawn still green with tales untold. Our autumn wreath still graces the door, mimicking the landscape evermore, while other lawns sport candy canes, here the pumpkins and sunflowers rain. It's too soon to tear down autumn's glow. The Christ child will come without the snow. Very nice, very nice. Good morning. I'm Katrina Boutwell, and this is my husband, Rich. Um, I just want to give praise to the Lord for his, in Psalm 103, it talks about who redeems our life, who heals us from all diseases. And I just want to declare praises to him for his amazing healing. Six years ago, I came down with bacterial meningitis while in Cameroon, and my life was in the pit. And I know it was through the prayers of many in this church that I have seen healing and restoration. Um, that first year was really tough for us physically, emotionally, spiritually. I had lost all cognitive ability, basically, besides functioning normally in life, just what's in front of me. All physical ability was gone. I was running three miles, and I was, could barely walk a quarter of a mile without help um, after that, three months later. But God has been so faithful over these last four to six years, especially in our time in the Netherlands, to bring physical healing um, as I physically got better. Um, emotional healing, being in the Netherlands, um, only the Lord knows how I grew up living overseas to be able to put me in a gymnasium with gymnasts and be able to coach and pull out equipment and just have all those smells and emotions return of what it was like when I was a child that are so memorable to me that only he could do. And then um, for that connection between your mind and your body, um, I started swimming because my son started swimming for at least one year and I continued and I had an amazing coach who made me work on the finer movements. And so it really restored my love for swimming, which I hadn't done in, in 20 plus years, but it also just restored um, those finer motor mind skills. And just in the last year or two, the Lord has really restored me mentally where I could read again and where I could write again, and where I can do academic work again. Um, because prior to that, I couldn't read a, could read a passage of scripture, and I couldn't tell you what I read two verses before. So I just wanted to declare God's praises for his restoration, but also for the prayers of many who have carried us through, as it talks about in 2 Corinthians 4. So thank you. Good morning. Uh, you get a twofer. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just want to add on to what Katrina said. Uh, we are so thankful for many things. Um, getting back to Cameroon, we are really, really thankful that uh, the six languages that we are working with, um, all six of them, the New Testaments, have been consultant checked. And, um, and so that's the, the first major hurdle before publication. And so uh, they're planning to um, 
to dedicate the six New Testaments in 2022. And so we're just really thankful for that and all the prayers that went up before God to uh, make that possible. Um, I'm thankful for being able to succeed in my study program in the Netherlands. And uh, as, you know, a little bit of gravy that I was able to have a live defense and, um, and a bonus that it was um, broadcast via live stream so that people could be there even if they couldn't physically be there. And before COVID-19, that wasn't possible. And so uh, more people were able to attend my defense because of it. And so really thankful for that. And lastly, I'm really thankful for the situation that God's put us in coming back here to the Arlington area and um, kids being able to get into good schools and everyone um, really doing well. Everyone's healthy and strong and most time happy. <laughs> so thank you for your prayers, guys. Yeah, amen. I was able to, uh, thank you. I was able to watch Rich's defense. He did great. Uh, two things. One is we have a special needs daughter named Laura, who unfortunately has a cold this morning. It's not here, and it is really a cold. Um, but she is just a blessing to us. Um, she is a special needs, uh, 33, mentally about four or five, something like that. But she keeps us grounded in reality. No matter what's going on around us with other uh, things like that, it's like, hi, good morning, or is it good evening, or, you know, whatever like that. So she is really a blessing to us, an incredible thing. The other thing I want to thank God for is being involved in this Bible translation ministry that you've heard about several things, and just that right now around the world there are 701 languages as of the beginning of this month that have the entire Bible in their language, 701, 1559 New Testaments around the world and they're still working in about that many around the world so keep praying for that but we just thank god for the incredible progress that's been made for people having the word of god in their own language for the first time even this last year thank you. Well, hugh and i are also wycliffe bible translators 53 years ago we went to South America and began working in one of the people groups there, but we quickly learned that they did not want any foreigners in their area, they did not want the scriptures, and they did not want Jesus. We worked there for 17 years, but the Lord then told us it was time to leave, and that was a tough time. But now, by the grace of God, and through many answered prayers, there are a number of believers. They didn't come to know the Lord through Bible translation, but through some other ministries in Spanish. But now they want the scriptures. And there is a small group that is translating with the help of a consultant sponsored by the seed company. So we really rejoice, thank God, and praise him for what he is doing. That was a big question mark in my experience, missionary experience. Our friends were completing translations, and we weren't able to. The people said, the leadership finally said, you can't live with us anymore. And that was hard. But do you know what? As difficult as things are, we have things that we can't answer. Now, 
We started in 67. I don't know, it was, four, it was a few years ago, four or five years ago, I don't, don't remember the exact time. Mother Tongue believers wanted to have the scriptures, and the only way they could do it is if they did it. And that is so beautiful. What I see is God, we don't understand, but in the big picture, God is a big picture person. Right. And God, in his time, is moved in the hearts of these people, and now they are doing it. And you know what? The translation is going to have a greater impact because it's not the foreigner giving it to them and walking away. It's the people themselves are doing it, and it becomes theirs. Mm-hmm. And as you, as you pray for Bible translators, pray that God will so move in their hearts that the people will take it. It's mine. God, you're giving it to me. You're enabling me to do it. Okay, that wasn't what I was planning to say, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I am so thankful. Two weeks ago, we celebrated Thanksgiving because our, our youngest son was not able to be here on, on Thanksgiving Day. But I don't care what day anymore. I used to, but I don't care any what day anymore. I'm so thankful. We had a wonderful time, and we just thank the Lord, and I just praise the Lord for that. that and we have a third son that he wasn't able to be there, but at least I thank the Lord for the two that were and so I'm, gonna, I'm thankful just like many of you are. There's one thing I'm thankful for. I don't even think, well, all of you, I know all of you can't do that. Um, what? Well, be thankful for this specific thing. Sometimes I, I need my wife to help me sometimes. <laughs> um, I just turned 80 years old. Two weeks ago, doctor told me, don't fall, whatever you do, don't fall. Tell me about three weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I fell flat on my face, stepping into a friend's yard and some soft leaves that were deeper. And I fell flat, and I had a little bit here and a little, you know, on my shin, I have a little, a little scar. But I was okay. And you know what? At my age, almost every morning, I wake up and I say, Lord, thank you. You're giving me the gift of life today. And we can all do that. Okay, Amen. thank you. I'm sorry. I'm talking Amen. too long. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's people that till the hard soil like they did for all those years that made a difference later. Amen? Good morning. In the event of the uh, weather event this week, I thank God for being our shelter in the storm. And I was also thinking about how in the midst of chaos, he brings order. But I was on the way to church this morning, and he reminded me, Paula, I use chaos to set things right. So thank you, Lord. Just uh, piggybacking on that weather event, um, they think the tornado originated right behind my house. Uh, That was where it first touched down. And so I'm just thankful that our damage was minimal because right across the street there's a cul-de-sac and it took out a 45-year-old oak tree and just uprooted it like it was a weed and took it into their roof and just did tremendous damage. 
Several other trees were damaged. We had limbs all over, antennas were down. But you know, there was nobody injured. We were without power for about six or seven hours, and that was the major inconvenience. I mean, we were all out at night with flashlights trying to see what was happening, because when the power goes out, it is dark. You can't see anything. But thankfully, uh, you know, what didn't happen on Thanksgiving, or the night before Thanksgiving, so we were able to get out and get all the yards cleaned up, and everybody pitched in, and, and it was really a blessing to interact with our neighbors and talk about, you know, how God took care of us. Nobody was hurt. And like I said, the damage was minimal. So I'm just thankful that um, that was the closest I've ever come to being in a tornado. <laughs> it was very interesting, but uh, I'm just thankful for that and for family and for, our, for, for the, the Lord Jesus Christ. And mm -hmm. I just um, thank you for being here, and God bless. Thank you. Well, most importantly, of course, I'm just thankful that God would save a sinner like me, like his extended love. I could thank him for eternity for that, which just means all the good things he's done this year are just like, you did't have to do that, you know? And so I'm a, I'm a, I could talk for a while about everything, but I'll try to limit it to just what's happened most recently. But basically at the beginning of the school year, my car broke down randomly. And so I'm thankful that my dad was kind enough to let me borrow his truck while I looked for a car. And I looked for a car for several months, didn't find anything. And then one day, I come home, and the house across the street is selling their car. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go talk to them. But it's too expensive for me, and so I, I'm like, okay, I can't afford this. And so I wait a week, and then while I'm taking family pictures, my roommate calls me, and he's like, hey, they lowered the price by like $500. And I'm like, okay, I can, I can afford pay for that if I get help from my family. So I do that, and it's a really nice car. It's like the best car I've ever owned of the five I've owned. But, <laughs> but so God just provided this car into such a, like such a way that's like, there's no way that I would have anticipated it. But in buying the car, I forgot that we were basically out of food. And so <laughs> all we had was pancake mix and trail mix left. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess, you know, a little bit of fasting never hurt anyone. <laughs> and um, literally the next day, uh, my dad came to look at the car and everything. And out of the blue, he just brings groceries. And I was like, okay, well, thank you, Lord, for the groceries. And then my grandparents text me out of the blue, and they've never asked me if I needed groceries. But they asked me, do you need groceries? And I'm like, well... I mean, if you're willing, uh, yes. And then, <laughs> and then the next day, I go to a student ministry on campus, and I'm, like, talking with people. And then the leader of the student ministry, his name is Gary. But he comes in, and he's like, you know, we've got a bunch of extra hot dogs and stuff. And he just grabs a box and walks to the kitchen and starts piling stuff on and hands it to me. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And then... <laughs> This past Thanksgiving, so God's just like, that food lasted us for a while, and thankfully. And then this past, like, on Thanksgiving Day, I went to a friend's house, and I had, like, four different options of where to go for Thanksgiving, but God had me go to this friend's house, and he had this guy named Kevin go there, and we were playing football, and I'm not good at football, and I've never played before, but I have long arms, and everyone else was old, and I'm young and limber, <laughs> and so... <laughs> And so I got that speed and I got that reach, you know. 
but <laughs> but God was like keeping me from like getting tired, you know. But the the guy who I was playing with offered. He was just saying, I thought he was joking, but he was like, if you shut them down, because if we turn around and make a touchdown, we win. He's like, if you shut them down here, I'll pay for your lunch for two months. And I was like, you're joking, but that's inspiration. And so you know, through the through the Lord's blessing of strength upon me, you know, I'm reaching, I'm catching balls, you know. <laughs> And then, like, we turn around, win the game, and then as we're walking out, he's like, you got cash app? I was like, yeah, I got cash app. And he sent me $50, and he's like, expect $50 every week for the next two months for lunch. I'm like, well, that's groceries, you know? That's good. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll stop there. But just God's goodness is like, he doesn't need to give me all that. It was just, I'm, I'm sorry, that was really long. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> supervisor once told me that I needed to filter and focus, so I have notes. Um, if I listed everything my family and I have been um, blessed with, we'd be here all day and beyond. My 95-year-old World War II veteran dad had been in a nursing home since September 12, 2019. On March 13, 2020, the nursing home was locked down. That was the last time we saw him. On August 4th, we learned he had tested positive for COVID with underlying serious medical issues. Two things here that I'm grateful for, thankful to God. First thing, I am thankful Dad knew the Lord, and he is in heaven now with Jesus and with our mom, his German-born German war, German war bride of 61 years and two months and the love of his life. The second thing I'm grateful for regarding my dad on August 3rd, the day before we learned Dad had COVID, I called him per the usual means of communication because we couldn't see him. We were talking and suddenly I could see him and he could see me. I said, Dad, do you see me? I see you. Yeah, he answered. You have to understand, I didn't even know he had FaceTime on his phone, much less he even knowing how to use it. He had never owned a computer or even use one. I truly believe the way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, God working as light in the darkness. I am thankful for the last time I saw and spoke with my dad on, on FaceTime. <laughs> he had no cell phone with him after that. I don't know why they didn't take it, give it to him during his isolation. But anyway, I'm thankful for God for that experience to see my dad for the last time. Another thing, if you have parents, whether you're an old, older person like me and have elderly parents still living, and if you're able to spend time with them, thank them for all they've done for you. And if you can't, call them as often as you can. Um, my dad had hearing problems, so he couldn't hear very well on his cell phone. But anyway, uh, have someone at the nursing home or wherever they are teach them how to use FaceTime. On a happier note, I'm thankful for all our five grandchildren, and especially today for Noah Hauser in Cincinnati, Ohio. He's 12 years old today. Thank you. Good morning. I'm Jessica, and um, yeah, I just am thankful because a few years ago um, we were diagnosed with unexplained infertility, and um, yeah, I just. We did everything from changing our diet and um, 
seeing multiple medical professionals and um, had everybody we could think of praying for us. Pastor Gary prayed for us, people from his church prayed for us. Um, and then we did get pregnant, we had a miscarriage and that was really hard and um, definitely questioned God's plan for us. But then shortly after he gave us our two, now two-year-old daughter and her name is Hope um, because of you know the hope we have in God is confident expectation in his promises. And then now we're expecting our second. Um, she's due in January. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're, we're very, very thankful for that. And it's just God's timing and providing a home for us. Tom was up here earlier where the, the, <laughs> the kids that came to live here. So we're really, really thankful for God's provision. My name is Nate. And after having one child and now two, I'm really grateful for my parents for free child care. Praise the Lord for them. And so uh, just having fun with them and then also just grateful for our growing relationship with my parents. First time I've lived with them. I'm 32 now. Haven't lived in the same town as them full time since I was 18. So just get kind of rediscovering our relationship. So I'm thankful to God for that. Thank you. I'd like to say that I, I really am grateful to God for having a, a godly wife. And uh, her mother is 98 years old and currently not able to, to do anything except lift a cup of tea to her mouth. And they, my wife and her three sisters, they, they do everything for her that she needs to, to remain comfortable. And uh, additionally, my wife works for 911 in Arlington as a call taker. And most people don't think about this, but uh, every phone call that you take is is potentially the worst thing that you could ever happen, think of that could happen to a person. And she has to respond to that with calm demeanor. And uh, we pray every, every day before she goes to work, every day before she goes to take care of her mom, and then many times in between that God gives her strength to do that. And she just does it with such joy in her heart. And uh, I praise God for giving us that strength, her, that strength and, and uh, she just has such great love that's a reflection of Christ living in her. That's Try as I might, I always have a hard time figuring out just how to express to God how grateful I am for his faithfulness in continuing the work he started in me. 54 years ago. So there's there's just never enough words. I'm grateful for my amazing husband, uh, four extraordinary daughters, and now a new son, Luke. And I'm also grateful this year for him, God, for just teaching me so much about prayer and for the amazing spirit-filled women I meet with regularly. You all know who you are, um, who encourage me and are stretcher bearers, and we're learning the power of prayer together. This year, I'm thankful because twice this year, I woke up with incredibly difficult, horrendous stomach pains. First one was because I foolishly chose to eat fast food after coming off an extended fast, so I'm grateful for the Lord's mercy and kindness in that moment. The second time was a kidney stone, and I had never had one before, and some of you specifically prayed that the Lord would let it pass smoothly, and he did, <laughs> so I'm praising God for that. Um, I'm also thankful that this year I've had some very intentional and powerful conversations with my son, Luke, who's eight years, just turned eight years old a couple weeks ago. 
and um, just to have that opportunity to get to be a father. For those of you that are fathers, you know it's amazing and it's scary and so many times not knowing what to do and so many times I cry out, Lord, I don't know how to be a father, help me. And he graciously says, this is how I want you to do it. Just do this, just do this. And he helps me through that. And I'm grateful for all of you guys. Thank you. Uh, June 2016, our son was born premature and with his esophagus not connected to his stomach. And so that put us down the NICU road of just all that that entails. Uh, surgery and procedures and many, many hospitalizations. And we were just in the thick of it and praying to even make it a month without a hospital visit, maybe two. But this year in September, we celebrated our one year milestone of not being in the hospital. So we praise God for that. I'm grateful that in the last year and a bit, my ministry partner and friend asked me to marry him and that the Lord made a way for us to get married, even though families in the UK and COVID craziness. So I'm just really thankful. I'm thankful that someone who I've been praying for for a while got saved and baptized. Hey, let me ask the worship team to go ahead and come on up right now as, as we finish here. Go ahead. I'm grateful to be a part of this church and the people within the church and how they've helped me out and the people around me. I'm grateful for my family. Um, my father was diagnosed with stage five kidney failure earlier this year, and uh, to be able to spend time with him has been amazing. Um, also with my brother with special needs and to be able to help raise my toddler, uh, my son who's four, and I didn't realize how much a toddler can eat. I'm told it only gets worse from here. Um, <laughs> and even in the darkest moments in my life, it's just amazing how God shines through and really shows me the strength and has really helped me out with me and my family. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand together. I want you to think about what you're thankful for for a moment as we close with this song. Again, I want you to think about the fact that there is a you and there never had to be. Think about that. You are. You have consciousness. You have personness. There's a you. And there will always be a you, but there never had to be. God gave you life. He gave you your person. And then in our sinfulness, he devised a way to save us so we could be with him forever. And then he gave us this high calling of being able to represent him as ambassadors. And then he's gone to prepare a place for us, and we're going to live forever and ever with him in glory. And this is like a warm-up for the main event. This is an internship for the job that's coming. There is a future, glorious future. We are drowning in blessings, all of us. So let's just really, in this last song, let's give him even more thanks.
Father, so grateful for all of the blessings that we're drowning in. We pray, Lord, we find ourselves mindful of them all week, the next week, the week after, and it'd be a habit of our lives to be grateful people. We pray all this in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody says, Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Have a great day, great week.